From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Friday, June 19th, 2020. I'm Cliff Baumgartner. Face masks. No doubt you've heard more about them in recent months than ever before. They've become a common part of daily life as a way to combat the spread of the novel coronavirus. And now counties, municipalities, and even the state of North Carolina are debating whether to make masks mandatory in public spaces. But why does this matter? And do face masks really help? With Raleigh's emergency order requiring masks going into effect today at 4 p.m., we wanted to pause and look at why researchers and health experts say covering your face in public is so critical in keeping ourselves and our community safe. Earlier this week, WREL's David Crabtree spoke with Dr. Ralph Barrick from the Gillings School of Global Health at UNC. Dr. Barrick is a leading coronavirus researcher who's studying the importance and efficacy of face coverings in the ongoing battle with the virus. Today, we're bringing you that interview in full. Dr. Barrett, good to see you again, sir. Pleasure to be here. How are you tonight? Well, I am well, but I'd like to talk about the research you found regarding the severity of someone's infection is likely to be tied to where the virus actually attaches itself. Explain that. Well, that's right. Our, uh, we did detailed studies on where SARS coronavirus infects and where it replicates the best in the, um, in the lung and upper uh, airways. And it turned out that uh, SARS coronavirus really does like to replicate efficiently in the nose. And replication in the nose may be really important for transmission, as well as for seeding the lower lung where it causes more serious respiratory tract infections. So, you know, we've talked so much about people wearing a face covering. Sometimes we see people wearing one when it's beneath their nose. That's not going to do them any good, right? No, that's not going to do them any good. Uh, The nose is probably the initial site for infection. So covering the nose is absolutely critical. Uh, In the past week, North Carolina has begun popping up on list after list. Nationwide tracking states with coronavirus increase in cases, particularly here in North Carolina, we're seeing an increase in the percentage positive. What do you make of this? Well, in the last week, uh, we've been averaging around 1,300 to 1,500 new cases per day. I think the state uh, is uh, approaching 35,000, 40,000 cases, um, which is a real concern. And the case numbers have been increasing daily. I think that it's, uh, at least our research uh, critically argues that it's important to wear a mask to prevent transmission, especially from uh, one individual to the other uh, through the nose. And if you cover uh, your face with a mask, you will significantly reduce the chance of, uh, of contacting the virus. Dr. Berg, one of the things that Deborah Morgan and I have talked about consistently is when we've heard about the increase in cases, we've wondered where the hot spots actually are. We look at Durham County, we look at Wake County, we look at Johnston County. Do we know in the research why one area is more likely to be a cluster, uh, I mean, a, a major cluster, than other areas are? What makes them hotspots? Well, 
there's a variety of factors that contribute to the uh, infection rate in a given locale. Certainly one of the most important factors is human density. How many people live in the area, how, how, how close proximity they are to each other. Um, uh, work conditions can also be major hotspots for transmission. Uh, anyone working on a manufacturing line, uh, retirement communities, um, uh, uh, and, and uh, uh, schools and other places that uh, where large numbers of people congregate are appropriate and perfect conditions for rapid spread from one individual to the next. Dr. Barrick, just this afternoon, we, we have learned now that out of the 45,000 cases that we have on the books since we began testing, about 29, a little over 29,000 have recovered. Recovery looks different patient by patient, right? That's correct. There's definitely an age-related gradient uh, in that the older you are, the more likely you experience serious disease. Uh, there's also a slight uh, a sex ratio where males are more likely to have serious disease than females. And there's also uh, a race-related uh, phenotype. But the other thing that people need to think about is that even if you are young and healthy and strong, uh, there can be serious infections. Uh, you will recover, but you may experience long-term chronic lung uh, problems that could persist for years, if not decades. And so this is a disease that is very, very uh, dangerous, and it's very, very important to take it seriously. You know, over the past few months, we've had you on this program many times. I know you and your team have been working Tirelessly, and we do mean tirelessly, looking for a potential vaccine, that potential breakthrough. As you're doing your work, are there days that you leave work encouraged or do you leave work uh, wanting to take your mask off and say, man, I wish we could find something? I think our capabilities in, in uh, science and medicine are extraordinary today. Uh, the American public have been generous in their funding of uh, basic research and also human immunology. And so uh, our capabilities in developing new vaccines and new immunotherapeutics are extraordinary. So in general, I'm very hopeful. Uh, there, are, there are going to be some rough roads ahead. There will be some stumbles. But I think that we can solve this problem. We can get vaccines and better immunotherapeutics and better therapeutics onto the market so we can significantly reduce the mortality rate and even more importantly, reduce the sort of chronic manifestations that may persist for a long term in patients that recover from the disease. Dr. Ralph Barrick, you are very generous with your time. We thank you for joining us tonight and we thank you for the work you and your team continue to do. I thank you for your time and uh, informing the public. Absolutely critical. Okay, thanks. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, June 19th, 2020. As always, if you like the information and resources you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our latest episodes. Thanks for listening.